And welcome to Stephen Rollins' Beer Podcast. Number 229. Stephen, I need to know an interesting fact about 229. Do you have any? I do. There's a nightclub in that there London called 229 The Venue, which is in Great Portland Street in the centre of London. Thank you for that thrilling fact. Never been. But they've got a Halloween party coming up in a few <laughs> in a week's time. So if you fancy popping down, popping round, tell them Steve sent you. And the promotional invoice will be in the post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. No, I I struggled with two two nine. There were a few bus routes, and that was it. So uh, <laughs> that's all I could come up with. Well, this week we have got another three nine project beer. We have. This is. Isn't it a shame it's not two hundred and thirty nine? That would have been a shame. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, 29 is just not quite good enough, is it? Oh, disappointing. Yeah. We did plan this poorly. Yeah. So, Steve's on his pre-gym beer. Nice warm-up there for you before you get there. No, I really don't like doing this either, but, um, yeah, I've got to go to the gym because I've become very, very fat. (laughs) He hasn't. It's mainly through drinking too much beer and eating too many pies and cream cakes. It's a good idea, but you haven't really been working on it properly. Oh, trust me, I have. My scales do not lie. Anyway, enough about my body shape. Um, So just remind those who weren't here last week what the 3-9 project is. So the 3-9 project is a weekend-long collaboration between nine different breweries brought together by Harbour. um, And this one, well, we had last week's, which was a Mexican lager. Couldn't miss that opportunity. And this week's, which is a sour IPA. And next week's, which is going to be a big saison. Um, which you might not be here for. The, no. the sour IPA was brewed by Three Weavers, Beer Bibliotech and Adnams. Beer Bibliotech, they're a Swedish brewery, aren't Gothenburg. they? Gothenburg. Yes, I've had a lot of their beer. And? They're in McKellar in Stockholm a lot. Um, and I have absolutely adored every single beer that I've had from them. They're one of the very few breweries that I have had not had something yet that I disliked. That's very good. Very glowing praise. It is, and I've had a lot of them. Like, well, I say a lot of them. I've had at least six or seven of them, maybe more, um, that I can recall. And one that was a five. Wow. Uh, I might untapped. And so. you, you do not give out five out of fives easily. No, no. I mean, I'm very, I'm very liberal with a 4.5 and a 4.75, but I'm not... Very, not too many fives, but um, very big fan of what they do. Cool. Uh, I don't know the others. But Adnams, we... Oh, I know Adnams, yeah. We, they, we know. Yeah, not so keen on them. They have, Interestingly, Adnams have got a lot of smaller stuff that I've never seen. Okay. So I'm, I keep being interested, hearing interesting stories of things that you might want to try from them, but you just don't make it up here. Yeah, everything I've had of theirs, I've not, I've not, I've, I've not been offended by, but certainly not been pleased yeah. by. And Three Weavers are an American brewery based in California. Yeah. Um, with some really good buzz around them, but I don't really... Not one that I'd heard of before this event. So I'm one of their first times kind of like, getting being seen over in the UK, which would be interesting. I've not seen so many sour IPAs. I've seen... What do you mean? You've seen loads of them this, this last year or two. This is, that is the, the trend of the Have year. I? So uh, Superluminal from Buxton... Sour See, IPA. I think that's more sour than IPA, though. But it's it's sour and hoppy. Mm. Everything from well, most of the stuff from Charlton, sour IPAs. Lots of the I think there's been a lot of them 
um, around this last year or so is people tried to do tried doing kettle sours with a good amount of hops. Like even um, and if, when you put a bit of fruit in there, I still say it's a, a sour IPA really. Yeah. You're, using, you're using the sourness in the same way that an IPA would use a bitterness to balance out the sweetness and the, the hot flavours. Eh, maybe I just haven't clocked them as such because I just I get something that's sour and think, oh, it's a sour, uh, and don't necessarily think, you know. I think like if you look at kettle sours, which is what, what a lot of the sours that we see now mm. are, then, okay, we had, like, say, uh, Salty Kiss, which is a Gerza, which is um, not super hoppy yeah. and is driven by other stuff. As soon as you get into a more hoppy style, I think I'd call it a sour IPA because I think the traditional kettle, no, the, the, certainly the kettle sours we saw until recently weren't super hoppy. Mm. Okay. Speaking of that one, do you think this one's super hoppy? I think there's some hops in there. I'm definitely tasting them. I don't think it's super hoppy. Um, I think it's more sour than IPA. Um, which yeah. I'm not. I'm not particularly upset by. I mean, I like a sour, but I don't. Again, maybe this is the thing that I have had some. Um, sour IPAs and not n- knock them down as because if that's what they're meant to taste like, yeah. then I would call that a sour. You see, I don't think you could you could call it a sour pale ale. And if you if this if you got rid of the sourness out of this, yeah, and you said it's an American pale, I'd go yeah that that kind of fits what I was expecting. Yeah, um, but it's got a sour note rather than a bitter note, and I, I'm quite happy with that. But as a name, I think they just sour IPA sounds. Like it makes more sense, and I think kind of sour. It pleases two crowds, doesn't it? Mm. Instead of just one, <laughs> yeah. Two very popular groups of, you know, of particular drinkers at the moment, and I, because I think I agree with you, there's been a lot of sours recently, mm-hmm. and, and IPAs. I mean, geez, we've got IPAs coming out of our backsides. There's so many of them now. It's yeah. um, you know, so, but like for me, this this just tastes like a more traditional sour. I think you get the the hops there more than you do on. The sours that were being made at one point, and if you feel oh. if you look at more traditional kettle sours, I know, I know I'm not sure if traditional applies to kettle sours particularly, but if it did, certainly the kettle sours you were seeing a couple of years ago, this is hoppier, yeah. and I certainly think this is the current trend as to doing more beers like this yeah. at the moment. Yeah, I I kind of feel that the whole sour thing. I'm, I have very mixed feelings on because I do enjoy them, but I can't drink many of them. Like, I don't know about you. Yeah, I can have days and days. Of, I, I did have... I did the Amsterdam Festival, and that was basically three, three, or three and a half days or something of drinking nothing but sour beers, mm. and I loved it. Because there's a lot of range in terms of sourness. It doesn't have to all be the same kind of sourness. It's like saying I get tired of bitterness in beer. I don't, because every no, sour beer's but, got bitterness. But, but sours are very... There's, it, I think it's very particular, you know? It's, and I agree, you know, the different styles that we've started to see yeah. change. But, like... It's a sour. It's like I don't. Sometimes I just need something that's a little bit more balanced. But this is it. Like sometimes I want a really bitter, sharp IPA, and sometimes I want a stout that might be mostly sweetness, but there's a bit of bitterness there. And but I think I, the same thing with sours. I couldn't do a session on sours, is what I'm trying to say. Well, yeah, and I know you're saying you didn't understand, but I, I couldn't go out and think, oh, I'm just going to have sours tonight because well, it would just it would it would tie me out. Well, I had a, a saison the other night that was it's a saison. Yeah. There's a little bit of sourness there. Yeah. It wasn't a really intense sourness. I might not have even called it a sour beer per se, but there was a bit of sourness. So it kind of fits into the category of, is it sour? Yeah, it's a little sour, but it's not an overwhelming. I think what I could, I would struggle with is to just drink really sharp sours. Yeah. 
But I think you can have a little bit of sourness in lots of beer styles. Like the other night, I had I took one of the super luminals out of the out of the fridge at home, and I, I'd had and I like I went to bed with one beer because I was just like I just can't do another one like, and I, that's all I got chilling in the fridge and it was like well I'll just go to bed you know like because just, I, I couldn't have out. just these sharp kettle sours yeah but I could move from this to something like a lambic, mm. or to something that was maybe like something like that or a. Or a Duchess de Bourgogne or something like that. That's a different kind of sour flavour. They, they they do tire me out. They really do. Um, best we should guess we should do some ratings. Then go on, you can go first because I'm tired of going first. I'm tired in general. You are seeming a bit tired. I am. Today. I'm, I'm really out of it at the minute. It's been a it's been a very stressful few weeks, and it's a hmm. very stressful few weeks coming up. Busy, busy, busy. Busy, busy. Let's get dizzy. Well, before I do that, I should also say that if you want to know more about the 3-9 project, you should have a listen to the Beer Podcast, uh, who did extensive interviews with the brewers there, and we're actually at the brewing uh, event there, and well worth a listen to hear more about like their perspective, and particularly with, um, with the people who've come across from, other pl- from Europe and America to, to the UK to see what they thought of. Uh, being the UK, UK brewers and kind of outside perceptions of us as a little beer drinking nation. Um, I actually really like this beer. I think it's a nice balance of hops and sour. Um, it has got some other bits in it. It's got some um, some good spring, some orange peel. Neither, I guess, I, I'm not surprised at either, but they don't really overwhelm either at the same time I don't feel like oh that's obviously got something added into it it all kind of fits together um, I'm enjoying it I could happily have another one um, yeah I'm going to go for eight okay yeah I think um, I, I, I'm pleased you said about the gooseberry and the orange peel because I was getting some kind of like mm. orange zestiness to it um, and that makes a lot more sense now. And I think the re- I can taste the gooseberry as well. Now you yeah. say it, uh, but I think it's a shoulder. You know, yes. it's like it's it, and I like it when it's like that. I don't want those flavors to be dominant in there. And to make a fruit sour that has got the fruit, but you don't know the fruit until somebody says, you know, is is a really positive good thing. Um, I I like it much more than last week's. Um, like the Mexican lager, I thought was. Interesting and good and different, but more interesting than yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, whereas this has got a little bit more enjoyable. On the negative, like, and again, I think it's down to the style, but like, I really struggle with drinking lots of these, and I think sometimes they can just be a bit puckering and a little bit too much. Um, but this is a good one. I, I, I'm, I'm a, in general agreement with you, and I, I was expecting you to score higher from the way you were talking about it, and I probably would have been around about eight as well. Yeah. But I, I don't think I feel the same love for it as you. So to give it some kind of perspective, I'm going to go seven and a half. Okay. I, so. It's not really this lot. I think I quite like the style and I think it's a nice, well-balanced example. I don't feel there are maybe flavours that jump out. The hops are a bit... Yeah. The Mandarina Bavaria, which is an interesting newer hop varietal. Mm. And I don't feel I really pop as distinctive hop flavours. No. Which is a shame. Um, and that's the only thing that for me would have pushed it a little bit above that but it's still pleasant you so. just wanted some citra in there didn't you I, I'm not specifically anything I like I, I think that's one of the things I do love but I still enjoy drinking single hot beers mm. 
is when they, you really get that distinctive flavour of that hop rather than a generic hoppiness. Yeah. And and this one maybe comes across a bit more generically hoppy rather than specific flavours I could pull out from that. Mm. So, yeah. Cool. Okay, well... We should um, drink up and shut up. Yeah. Uh, I will be away for the next few weeks. Gary, I'm sure, will step into my shoes and... Travelling on your, your journey around the world. I am. I am. Starting in Sweden, then in Ireland, then in Korea, then in Australia, then home for a few days, then back to Sweden. So. And we're looking forward to hearing what the beer's like in, in all those places? Yes. Um, Korea? I, I, I'm, I'm not about Korea. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about Korea. I'm sure I will be able to find something. Australia's Just, definitely got a little bit of a booming... Yeah. Scene, hasn't yeah, it? No, and I'm going to all of the, the big ones. So I'm going to Sydney, Melbourne, and somewhere else. Adelaide, is it? Adelaide, possibly, yeah. No, I can't. Okay. Anyway, go to those places. So I'm, and they know that I like my beer, so I'm hoping that they take me <laughs> to uh, such places. But um, yeah, anyway, we should drink up and shut up, I think, because yeah. we are done. <laughs>